0: Hello and welcome back to USBR Guest Cybersecurity Tips. I'm Theo, here to help you break down cybersecurity topics and hacks. First off, I want to send a sincere thank you to everyone who listens to my podcast. It recently surpassed 2,000 listens, and honestly, I couldn't be happier. Considering I get to talk about what I truly have a passion for, and hopefully I'm helping people protect themselves from a breach, thank you. That being said, Today's episode is about the EA, or Electronic Arts, hack. I have links to the articles referenced in the show notes. This episode is a little bit longer since there's a lot of ground to cover and a lot more technical jargon to dig through, but hang in there. First off, the breach. Around August 6th, the bad guys claimed to have accessed and stolen data totaling 780 gigabytes from Electronic Arts, such as source code from FIFA 21, code for its matchmaking server, source code for the Frostbite engine used to power Battlefield, software development kits, and bundles of code. From the record, Recorded Future's blog, the hackers claimed to have gained access to the data by using purchased authentication cookies for $10 of an EA employee off the dark web. Then they used the authentication cookies to mimic an already logged in EA employee's account and access EA's Slack channel. Then Vice reports the malicious actors fooled an EA IT support agent and requested a multi-factor authentication token granting them access to the internal network. To summarize, the bad guys used a small but powerful piece of data, an authentication cookie, to present themselves as an employee to trick an IT employee into handing over a multi-factor authentication token, which allowed them access to the network. This is a crude summary, but what I want to stress is how the bad guys pieced together small token info to break into EA. ZDNet reports that Israeli cybersecurity firm, Cyberpeon, informed EA of domains that could be subject to takeovers through misconfiguration. EA has at least six domains vulnerable to the takeover listed in the article. The record also reports that the bad guys dumped the data on an underground cybercrime forum on July 26th and sold stolen files to a third-party buyer after a failed attempt at extorting money from EA. ZDNet also reports that hackers are selling access to FIFA matchmaking servers and other EA games. EA calls the hall that the bad guy stole a limited amount of game source code and no player data was accessed. We have no reason to believe that there is any risk to player privacy. Just to be safe, if you have an EA account, I would change your password. So there's a lot to unpack here. Here are some definitions. How much data is 780 gigabytes? Well, it's three fourths of one terabyte or a Western Digital Backup Drive, or about 98 8-gigabyte thumb drives. Source code is any collection of code using a programming language, for example, C-sharp or Python, to create applications or games. FIFA is the Federation Internationale de Football Association, Soccer's, or football's world governing body. Matchmaking. Many games have PVP, player versus player mode, where people can play against each other. To make this mode more fair and enjoyable, developers use matchmaking to match players with similar stats and ability. Frostbite Engine. A game engine is a software framework that is primarily designed for development of video games. Frostbite is a game engine that is exclusive to Electronic Arts. Software Development Kits, an SDK, is a set of tools provided by the manufacturer of hardware an operating system or programming language that software developers use to create applications for those devices operating systems or programming language authentication cookies is a token that is stored on the client your device and the server which is the app or website you're using to manage the connection in this case They save the longer details of an employee. Slack is a messaging app primarily used by employees of businesses to communicate. Multi-factor authentication token is an additional step in the form of a random number that generates regularly and is required for access of an account after a username and password has been provided, usually sent to a separate device. My thoughts here. Interestingly, the bad guys either decided not to encrypt data and steal personal identifiable information or couldn't access it. It seems without that kind of leverage, companies feel better about declining demands from the bad guys, especially if they have backups or an EA's position, an online marketplace where their games can be downloaded legally. As for the domains, why not just take them down and wipe DNS records? The domains may be in use publicly or privately and they may be holding on to them to sell in the future. At any rate, EA may need to review security practices. At the time of recording, only one of the domains in the ZDNet article was accessible via a browser. In my opinion, we are starting to see the beginnings of tiny leaks of data coming back to haunt us. An auth cookie is a powerful but small piece of the internet. If a bad guy obtains access to it, they can access an account on your network and the network itself with a little bit of social engineering. Another thing to consider is with access to FIFA source code, SDKs, and matchmaking servers, the bad guys can essentially run an online quote FIFA server with malicious intentions. The download of the malicious FIFA or accessing a malicious matchmaking server could include a backdoor to your device that one of the bad guys could use to install ransomware, crypto miners, or other malicious code. Did I say malicious enough? What can you do as a consumer? Only buy from legit game merchants. Offering malicious games is a business just like any other business. The best way to shut them down is by not using their service or downloading their software. Nothing is free. You pay with it with your data or by giving the bad guys access to your device. That's all for today's episode. If you have a topic you would like me to cover, drop me a line at anchor.fm usbog or email me at usbourguest at gmail.com. If I've helped you in any way, please consider telling your friends or family about the podcast or rate and review the podcast on whatever platform you use to listen.